0: Mm. Dealing with a lot of dog shit, like <laughs> literally and figuratively.
1: Yeah, I like, like to I like to like hear or see people's reactions to stuff without letting anyone know that it's mine. Another one. Oh man. I went to all of my school dances and other school dances, but not just to go with a date. I play them all.
0: I started wearing uh, skinny jeans and I had no business wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> and he was like, yes, yeah, slap that ass. And I was like, what? That's your
1: sister, dog. Is, it,
0: is that a conversation amongst DJs? Like, like why is everybody just staring at me right now?
2: Living spaces. Now roll
0: out. Mm.
3: All right, guys. Thanks for coming back. Hope you enjoyed episode one. We're on episode two now. Uh, glad we could even get to episode two, but we here, we rolling. And, uh, I want to thank my co host with me also. Um, everybody, as you guys know me, I'm Flip, Felipe, Flip, Flip the Crip. I got multiple names, but you know the wheels, you know how I roll. Uh, um, uh, we're, you know, trying to bring that positivity to light and also talk about some real shit. And that's what we're here with. Uh, Andreas, my uh, main man over here. My guy, Chongo, Gabe. And then we got Day over here, Mayo, but with a D. Um, and we over here, uh, having a good time and enjoying ourselves. Um, do want to let you guys know I'm going to be the main host for this podcast, but I'm going to have some people flowing in with me as my co-host. Also, uh, we're going to have uh, different artists and also the people that we'll interview and people that I know that will have good combos and they're just chilling and just rolling through it like I am. Uh, also, uh, as you guys see back here, we got some dope art. Um, If anyone's interested, you're more than welcome to send in some art and we can hang it. Uh, We'll put your info on it if you have it up for sale, whatever. Uh, We just want to get everybody's artistic perspective out there and, uh, you know, have it covered. Yeah. Also, yes. (laughs) Cover the blank wall. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. We're trying to get it, you know, flowing. Um, But yeah. Who made this piece? uh, This one was my cousin. Uh, Her name's Alina. Uh, she like actually a, just graduated Sac State. You the gators uh, on Instagram. Yep, yep. Like on Instagram, we'll, we'll have it pop <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, she made that, that doing, uh, She also made one of my cousin in like a type of uh, pixelated type thing. It was pretty dope. Um, she made this one too? Uh, uh, no, no. That one, uh, <laughs> we have to think, uh, Ross, Ross Incorporated. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know the exact... Uh, thing, but uh, uh, they so had that. Game. And, uh, Marshalls,
0: TJ Maxx, we see you.
3: Yeah, exactly. Up the game, donate. Dds, whatever you know. <laughs> Macy's. Ross is chipped in. Yeah. Are still, uh, <laughs> <laughs> everyone's slacking. Exactly. We Macy's. we just waiting. <laughs> we waiting on them to good pieces. How's uh? Since we'll get into it, how's uh, How's every week been? How been? How's we been flowing, mentally but artistically and
0: positively. Hmm. dealing with a lot of dog shit like literally and figuratively <laughs> fatherhood you got saw the fathers out there bro. Uh, it's pretty easy it's pretty easy put food in <laughs> uh, uh, he almost died yesterday but we got through it we got through it yeah it happens yeah <laughs>
3: My uh, my childhood dog almost died off of a chicken nugget. So. Wow,
0: way to make this shout out to my brother. This Went really chicken nugget? What kind of chicken nugget? Was from it? McDonald's.
3: It was...
0: was it because it was from McDonald's or do you got like? I think like they... it would have been chill if it was from Popeye. <laughs> or...
3: <laughs> she <laughs> She's really just not fucking it. with it. She was like, nah, I'm allergic. <laughs> I'm on that quality shit right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she, I guess dogs can't process that much fat or whatever they make it out of. And oh, my one dog, chicken nugget. My dog, but was, was a tiny, she was like, like oh, yeah, she so was one oh, chicken wow. is like the size like of our stomach. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: shit. <laughs> and she was like, I
3: think like Literally. 10 or like 8 old. or something. Like She was older. So, yeah, he tossed her one and then oh, we woke dude. up in the morning and she oh, was like dude. not feeling it. She, like when she's not fucking with anything, she'll hide under beds.
0: Yeah.
3: And then we went to the vet and $300 later we found out it was a chicken uh, nugget. Damn. She, and then to charged me, and they're like, it's your dog, too. I was like, he's the one that gave her the chicken nugget. <laughs> I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> <obsession>. <laughs> for real. I don't, I don't know how I got tied in with this. <laughs> it's crazy.
1: Well, anyway. he's not a dog, but Felix just started pre-K this week. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> how you? I don't know. I feel like he's like, it was like, after the first day, instantly he's older.
0: You know what I mean? But, yeah. It's
1: kind of crazy. A part of you just separates and you're like...
0: Yeah. Is he like walking with one hand in his pocket?
3: <laughs> Actually. <laughs> got a foot loose. thing. Got out a there. Little, <laughs> he
0: got a little limp when he walks out the classroom because all the girls
1: were saying what's up to him and trying to give him oh, hugs when we leave. Wow. Damn.
3: He already Bye, locked it down. Felix. He locked see it down. Yeah. I'll miss them, Dad.
4: <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> what about me, son? Yeah, you not me all me? day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice <laughs> to see you, too. Now he
1: wants to go to school because all of his friends are in classroom oh, three.
0: Not number two. That's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> it is, but now it's like,
0: do you not, do you not want to hang out with me no more? <laughs> what is, it? is it easy five, so? oh, 5 do that. Don't age my child.
1: He's three. He'll be four in August.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. age my child. <laughs> you know, you know, I that that I was wrong though, because five's like kindergarten, first grade. Almost. Yeah.
1: Well, he's he's starting a little earlier than most of the kids in his class. So like, some of those kids are already four.
0: Big ups to Felix. Crazy. Yeah, coming yeah. through. Define the odds. COVID baby. Just. Oh right, man, so. the
1: pandemic babies. Yep. Yeah.
0: How old was he when COVID dropped?
1: God, he was. Oh man, that was twenty twenty, right? He was. He just turned he one. It's an album.
0: It's, it's an album. album. <laughs> right. When that COVID dropped. <laughs> when that COVID dropped. He was like one. No
1: man. Yeah, wow. and that's like key stage between one and two for kids to like interact.
4: Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah.
1: No parks. Couldn't hang out with nobody. Jeez. That's
4: tough. crazy, man. Yeah. No, yeah. I was having a baby during the pandemic. Like, like my girlfriend was pregnant at the time. That's wild. Yeah. And, That's wild. Um, no, you, yeah, it was could crazy. You even go in the room? No, dude. For so uh, when she delivered the baby, yeah, I was there. But it was like all the appointments, I could not be there. Like we showed up Whoa. together, and they're like, "Yeah, only one parent, only one parent." I just sit in the waiting room, like chilling. I never even saw him on the like on a like ultrasound. Never once was in Whoa. there for oh, yeah, it. Like, so it was yeah, rough. Crazy. It was tough. It was, like she's going through it by herself. I was like, in the waiting room, you know. But it's like still, she had to like go like take him for his shots, for his you know when he was born and stuff. too. Holy shit! The when more. was he born? Um, in twenty twenty one, the end of August. So yeah, yeah, it was like we thought it was gonna be like the end of the pandemic, but it's still like
0: the, oh, so, I mean, the he middle. He was of it. like conceived. It was like yeah, during yeah, the pandemic. Yeah. Like sure.
4: <laughs>
0: he you know because that's where <laughs> the story begins it's like what was going on in the no, world at yeah. that time you know was it just summertime you know like right. no there was a pandemic happening too
3: oh yeah we are gonna be talking today with my co-host Chongo over here Discussing why he does what he does and why it's yes. one of the best. Um, you're gonna, you're going to, or will have seen him at the rail yards, the and rail- then also Fourth uh, of July. He's gonna be at the barn, um, also with multiple other talented DJs. Uh, and that's or was guests. at the barn.
0: You were at the barn, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what day people are seeing so The barn, was so someone creative. was there
3: and we watched it.
1: That's
0: it. And it was
3: great.
1: Other than that though, yeah, uh, this week as far as music goes, uh, started a new project I'm a little stuck on. I'm like, trying to take like vocals from hip hop, soul and stuff like that but figure out how it's going to work with like house music and make okay. it electronic but still like give you kind of that feel like, oh no, this is still like you can still bob your head to it, like vibe to it in that sense. When are you planning on getting that going? Um, I'd say it's like 30% done. Mm -hmm. Um, So right now it's just like, your basic basic instruments, like we've got the bass down, kick, some snare action. Now it's really building like synthesizer sounds and stuff like that. Um, And then arranging and then putting it out, but.
0: This is going to be like one song or a couple songs or... This
1: one will be one, but I, I kind of want to follow it up with a a second track that's similar. Because um, just as an artist in like the EDM world, you want to submit more than one every time. So you have the option of like, if they don't like one, maybe yeah. someone will take the other or they'll just take both. But, um, okay,
4: okay. How do you like... Yeah. Like, what, what do you say you do to like set yourself apart from like, I mean, like EDM especially? like uh, okay. I feel like it's like kind of saturated Um, as far as
1: DJs that like I think I've everyone's always trying to make the music that they hear you know what I mean but like I mean I've I've been a DJ for like 17 years and I've had different genres of music in my ear my whole life so I guess trying trying to use different genres and put them together um it's kind of what will set me apart but right now I'm really trying to like bring a tribal kind of sound like that percussion type of sound to okay. at least the music that I produce. Yeah, uh, for sure, yeah, It's a niche like market. You know, a lot of people aren't looking to listen to that, but um, yeah. like I think slowly it'll it'll blow up. You know? feeling, feeling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. crazy. It's like that's actually uh, that like tribal heavy percussion sound is what attracted me like before we even knew each other you had played on the silent disco mm-hmm. uh, from your house and and uh and i did i remember where i was standing yeah it was like over off uh where the benches used to be but yeah it was like very like heavy percussion like um break beat like that yeah, was tribal uh, like kind of wild like nobody else was playing that stuff on their channels I don't remember and that's what where I was like oh shit this is pretty wild because you were mixing a bunch of other yeah stuff. I remember
1: I was like kind of going through like this weird breakbeat, but also like UK garage kind of yeah. thing just because the percussion, percussion matches like a lot of the tribal well now <laughs> matches a lot of like the tribal sound that I'm looking for now to put into my music cool um, but yeah man
3: Cause you do touch on multiple genres when you're doing your mixes, mm-hmm. um, and you, you know, your broad spectrum is, you know, for my years is amazing. Um, but I do wonder, like, growing up, what was, what were the genres that you were, oh, man. you know, were in the household or whether um, you found it on the street and you plugged it in or <laughs> put in the cassette tape. No, and
0: in like like younger years, yeah,
3: like that, and then like, it, yeah.
0: What would we say? Like, like elementary, middle school, mm. and then like oh, yeah. high school, and then like college, maybe. All right. Well, I mean, is that a good cate- yeah. categories a as far as like mindset too? Oh yeah. Where you're at? Um,
1: yeah. I mean, as far back as I can remember, like, like first grade ish, I guess. Mexican music is just is just a given. That's just like, yeah, culturally. The thing, um, yeah. that's always in the back of my mind but outside of that though uh, my parents brought me up on old school funk so 70s 80s funk okay, okay. mom's favorite group is earth wind and fire dad's favorite group is tower of power uh, i mean santana's another good one that i grew up on um god the list goes on taste of it- honey luther vandross anyway oh, okay. um but primarily that um, when I was really young,
0: and like what kind of Mexican music when you're
1: like oh the the usual Vicente Fernandez, everyone knows that Shout Gloria Gloria Estefan was, was a huge one in my mm-hmm. house that's that the horns like da, da, da. as mm-hmm. soon as you hear that it's when I knew one it was time to wake up and two we were we were gonna clean the house or oh yeah yeah very yeah, active, active. Oh, it was always yeah. always music. Gloria. Always yeah. glorious. What's what's a good one? Mine was manga, but it's just uh my mom was heavy on the biggest Dude do the Congas is that's the one. Ooh. That's that's, the,
0: that's what got me. I've I'm, been I'm, I'm getting like Cuban music lately like,
3: because of oh, dude. like that. Oh, that. Right.
0: that.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking uh, Do you
0: imagine being like in Miami when Gloria Stefan was Tito, just, like, killing Tito Puentes
1: it? is another one. Ooh. That one's huge. Mm-hmm. Um oh yeah. Yeah, man. That percussion. Cool. Um So that sound is what kinda of, like Oh, yeah. Attracting you. Into, yeah. Like as a young
3: K-Volv.
1: I, I was younger, yeah. And I'd say moving into like middle school was like my introduction to rap, hip hop. Um, I think we talked about this on our last episode, but the first CD that I ever purchased, shout out grandma, uh, we went to Walmart and she picked out the wrong DMX album because I was when there was censored and not censored. Oh shit. She picked,
0: Which one? She picked, was it the she one where he's covered one. in blood? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She grabbed Paren- that? Parental advisory.
1: Yeah. Well, because I told her I wanted I wanted DMX. I was he knew covered in
0: blood in the edited version too? Or was he like covered in... You know what? I don't know. What Diamonds. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been weird Whoa. though. If they had like the... Because that's when parental advisory was really big. <laughs> and like... If there was one where he's like covered in blood, that's like the uh, n- uncensored one. And Then the other one, he's covered in like, <laughs> like
3: glitter, or... yeah, or like Nickelodeon slime.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely that one. Uh, what kind of little Nickelodeon
3: slime yeah. in the Nickelodeon
1: thing Yeah. And I remember bringing that home and you know got yelled at because my parents knew like, oh, you just she's gonna buy you anything mm, you want. She's your don't hear me though. Hey, but they don't hear me though. Me and, me and my mom would still put it in and listen to it. She, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I guess I blame her. I was just raised to know not to say those words outside of the house.
0: <laughs> it's like a bipolar mm-hmm. relationship that I feel like our parents have with, like, oh, yeah. that type of stuff. You're it's not like allowed to say that. They but. love it, and they'll play it, and then, like... They'll be like, I'm going too far, maybe. Like, like I don't want them to, like... Yeah, I don't want them totally to, like, be a bad kid. Had or had you do album. some dumb shit, which is my case. Like, I would do some dumb shit, and then they'd be like, oh, that music's getting to your head. And I was just like, maybe, actually. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was also, like...
1: But you were just spitting all the lyrics making dinner.
3: Mm. But that, that was the same with my dad. He was like, why are you always cussing? But we play Ice Cube, and... Well, E and like all the mm-hmm. all the West Coast rappers. And then also cuss and then be like, Why are you cussing? And then Or mm-hmm. would yell at me and be like, Why the fuck are you fucking cussing? Yep. And I'm like, Dog, you know what you just say? Yeah, you're because like, 'cause I'm vibing.
0: Like also like <laughs> <laughs> to be like you, dad. <laughs> I'm to be like trying to be like you my boy. So like and then that was like middle school, high school intro oh, like so hip-hop rap, high, yeah
1: middle school was was all hip-hop rap r&b um r&b was huge in middle school for me um what was that
0: heater that like dance <laughs> that, that uh, man it's so that funny middle school I, dance heater. So that i even
1: remember this uh avant uh i could read your mind was was definitely one so oh, anxious I gotta, oh genuine is another one
0: God. Oh man, dude! I got any high worst, for the first to time too, to that bro. song. <laughs> 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 so anxious, and then I got anxious. Ain't but, that, no, that. no, I ate. I, I manifested it. Dude, I OD'd in on pot stickers. I, dude, I got the munchies, and I ate oh, so many pot cool. stickers and uh, and, oh, and and and, uh, and Doritos, <laughs> <laughs> and I got violently sick. Jeez, that's and I was very anxious. Very <laughs> anxious. <laughs> 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 and I'm just like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
1: but with the hip hop and all that came with like, you know, jeans. <laughs> Damn, <a> dude, <laughs> that was man. a good one too. But I, it I also influenced what I was wearing. You can't imagine me wearing this shit, but I was always going after like you know the two x double XL, like oh um, yeah, tall tees and like pants long diggy and shit hanging yeah. wow. off my ass and you know just all that it, was it
0: just doesn't seem that comfortable like or it, it like, wasn't. just to I, walk I in I was, I sometimes
4: they walked mad slow <laughs> yeah you had
0: yeah, to but me, also tight. I, I I started wearing uh skinny jeans and I had no business wearing skinny jeans it was before <laughs> they the were cakes, really in actually Marcus used to always talk shit and my dad would always be like why why can I see that dime in your back pocket that's what he would always say and uh because I had a doogie booty, too. And I was like, why? And I was like, but I thought it was dope because I actually Pharrell. I was like, oh, wow. It's like skater shit. God, that like, I had to put on a trucker hat and like skinny jeans when I was in high school. And people were like, oh, it's weird. Mm. No, like old, like grandpa, like uh, collared, like cream color with like simple lines, like kind of <laughs> yeah. vintage looking. But anyway. Oh,
1: shit. And then everything shifted and, uh, high school was, was like emo, um, like all okay, rock. Okay. Like, like when Fall Out Boy was good, <laughs> uh, God, System of a Down, Take oh. It Back Sunday, Jeez. uh,
0: System of a Down, the Color of awesome. Red, was that a wild, Red like... Hot
1: Chili, I remember I went and saw Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Mars Volta open for them and that was at Arco I and mean, Arco was still open. Wow, That shit was crazy. Um.
0: System so, Down, what album was that where they like blew the fuck up though? It was Wake with, up. Yeah, Chuck um, Suey and all that. Oh, what
1: was the album called?
0: Uh, Toxicity. Toxicity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Damn,
0: dude. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't make up.
1: yeah. It's like my screen. Uh, I think, yeah, after high school, I, I, college, I think I just kind of started, I realized that I'd stopped listening to. Like, stop stopped following hip-hop, R&B, all that kind of stuff, and I kind of went back and started running through my collection of music and organizing it all and trying to figure out ways to like, mm-hmm. again, mash them up. Um, so like, if I'm playing out, you always hear a mashup, like, mm-hmm. s- totally, yeah, that's, that's not something that was recent, that's been something that I've like, collected or put together since high school. Um, but, um, <clears throat> As far as electronic music goes, I'd say after after high school, that's that's when I got into like everyone's usual Daft Punk, mm-hmm. um, So AT the AT, at ATB is another big one for me. Fatboy Slim, uh, Bad Boy Bill, and there's a couple of other DJs that were playing like really heavy. Um, I guess you can't can't really call it house music, but just electronic music in general. But they were doing the same thing that they were mixing you know, different genres of music with their own. So I guess that's, that was yeah. probably the biggest influence as far as like what I'm playing today or what I'm even listening to today cause I try and kind of keep up with everything and mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of like stay ahead of it all.
0: Mm-hmm. How old were you when you started DJing and then how old were you when you started like producing? Um,
1: I was officially, I was 15. 15 i think i had like my first like my first real gig
0: oh really prior to that i
1: started like messing around when i was 12 or 13 um and do you have like cds that you were playing oh yeah so i had like this like you know those 500 those binders where you could put all the burned yeah, like yeah. CDs. i even had nike shoe boxes with cassettes when you can like when you were recording yeah. shit from the radio uh <clears throat> Yeah, all that.
0: So when you DJed, was it all CD for the most part or like also cassette? Did no, like... so when I, when I,
1: I remember when I was 15, that's when like MP3s were introduced oh, okay. to the world. Yeah, and, stuff like that. and they yeah. carried a lot too. It like usually, oh yeah, that's when like know. the first like mm-hmm. iPod came out. All that Damn, type what of stuff. Is this it was that recording one too. It was two, like that like 2000... portable oh, little camera am yeah, yeah. you know talking mount. Yeah. Yeah, they had those too. this was yeah. I
0: forgot what they're called. I,
1: I, this is like freshman like freshman year of high
0: school. When did you graduate? You graduated O oh, seven. T- graduated in O hey,
1: seven. We had the same year my brother.
0: Um, wow, so two thousand two.
1: Yeah, so I mean Maybe. It, this is this it's funny. I I didn't I went to all of my school dances and other school dances, but not just to go with a date. I played them all. Oh,
0: sure. Your school dances? Oh,
1: they did get that. Oh, nice. At night, yeah. uh, West Holy Campus. Holy shit. Hiram Do you Johnson,
0: have footage like... of any of this?
3: Probably. You need to uh, find it, man.
0: Exactly. Like, talk about videos, videos dude. I what? Like, 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 you need to put some. I so bought... that, man. even just a like, grainy bullshit footage. Like, yeah. anything.
1: Yeah. That's a whole different world. And, like, set up in their gyms and played, like, Christian Brothers prom and stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. oh yeah. I was getting paid. Dude, more. you
0: feel like a, like a straight oh, yeah. Mac? Oh, yeah. Just get away with anything. Yeah. It's tight. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, high school dances were crazy. I remember the craziest shit I saw at a high school dance, other than, like, <clears throat> teachers trying to break up oh, yeah, kids fired, and freak so dancing or whatever. People throwing it. Oh, you got a lap dance. My, and and dance. my first lap dance. Word up. Yeah. Nice.
3: It was nice. And the chick's brother was, egging, <laughs> was carrying it on. It was nice. Which mind fucked the yes. shit out of me, like she was throwing it back. He was like, "Get that," girl. and I was, and he was like, yeah, slap that ass." And I was like, "What? That's your sister, dog?" That's like, yeah, that Whoa, shit was crazy. Dude, that's a whole. Podcast. That shit had me weak. <laughs> we an and it was of one of my time. like first lab dances ever, and I was fourteen. My homecoming.
0: You're a victim. He's No, I feel like a year or two older than this place. Uh, dude, I remember... i uh, <laughs> so At <laughs> High School... That would count. <laughs> I went with my girlfriend at the time. She went to Laguna. Um, wow, Laguna. And, uh, yeah, just great memories, man. Uh, Laura, she was the shit. And still... Always been a dope person. But... Um, went and this girl broke her leg. And I think it was... And I want to, wait, wait, wait. First, a girl broke broke her Laura's leg. Laura's leg? No, broke her own leg. Oh, okay. Dancing. <laughs> it was a dancer, but I mean, she was getting it super tough. And honestly, I don't even know if I'm making this up. I want to say it was stinky Leg. You know like, I can do I, it? I could be making clap, it up, honestly. Just like, it's just that sounds like it makes sense. Like, is that song just called call stanky, so. yeah. stanky Leg? Yeah. Or she was, like, leg. she was like, she, she probably just, just balled balled
4: balled that way, man. Just,
0: her knee like, just kind of, wasn't fucking. Wow, I knew
4: that shit. That's wild. Or maybe it was like... she was. 2008, it
0: definitely wasn't Stanky Leg. It wasn't Stanky Leg. Maybe she was... False calling the Stanky Leg. But it was... Salt shaker, maybe shaker, like, it, or it or was it. that. He said, vibe. Something with the leg happened. Something with and like it didn't go right. Yeah, it was and the origin of
4: the stinky She leg. broke her leg, and <laughs> and
0: I thought that was the most ridiculous shit ever. Like I was like, whoa! Like this girl broke her Like like the I whole dance floor, floor. stopped. Maybe it was the titty roll actually. But <laughs> it's hard. But then I was I was studying in Guadalajara and I met uh, this homegirl. Man, I forgot her name. She's dope as shit. Uh, and she was from um, St. Louis.
1: There's a yeah, that's where
0: right Chingy Chingy's from. Chingy uh, Nelly, and St. she knew uh, Chingy like just. She was like, "Yeah, he's just grew up in the neighborhood." And I remember seeing him and stuff. And she broke her leg at a high what? school dance to a Chingy song. <laughs> um, and when she told me that, I was like, "What? Like people just break their legs at high school dances?" So, so- hey. How many legs you break? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Spinning, spinning them CDs, dude. I don't know. <laughs> so I don't break the legs. I break. I break hips. Oh my god! <laughs> I would.
3: Whoa! hey you Back then, back
1: then. Yeah, back, For, <laughs>
5: back then. Yeah, How I, I bought backs? my
1: first. I my first little dinky controller, and I, it looked like it was it was from like Toys R Us, but my like techie-ass, like, program the buttons to work with some other program on my laptop. And that's wow. how I, like, got, got shit to work, yeah. That's so sick. Yeah, but yeah, since I was pretty, Who gave yeah. you Or did you buy, like... I, I, I remember buying it, but before that, this is funny. Uh, y'all know my cousin Vinny. Shout mm-hmm, out Vinny. Yeah. Um, he, him and I grew up on, like, similar music. Our families know each other. I was always at his house when I was younger. So, like, 12, 13 years old, you know, he's got, like record player and I think he bought or had turntables at the time or we thought they were turntables or whatever. But um it was actually because of him, uh, that I even found an interest in
0: mixing. Wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Dude, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. so musically I was already like Have you talked to him mm -hmm. about that? Because like like, Oh yeah, we yeah, we yeah.
1: It's it's even like unspoken too, like the anytime the both of us like see each other, it's like an instant like, oh yeah. Like We've been it's so cool, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, he, he was he was messing around with it, and that's kind of what got me into like not necessarily got me into to the music side of it because that's always been there, but like putting anything together in that way or like trying to figure out how things transition from one to the other is, is what started all of that. So,
3: I guess when they like mess with the
1: sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, our little controller for a hundred bucks, and yeah took gigs that I should have been paid like a hundred dollars an hour for, for like a hundred bucks flat. Yeah. Really? Yeah, man. Yeah.
3: So after doing all those, huh. uh, what kind of gave you that, like who or what gave you that courage to be like, I want to do this like, uh, full time. Uh, like,
1: you smile. know, I think I just enjoyed it so much. I mean, in high school, I wasn't trying to turn it into a business or anything like that, but, um, you know i just thought oh yeah high school dance is cool but then started kind of seeing that money come in and a lot of a lot of the support ahead at the time was like you know you could really you could probably actually do something with this mm-hmm. you know so i i honestly didn't really look outside of playing for like high school stuff until you know when you're 15 years old all the girls are turning 15 mm-hmm. so, so here come like quinceaneras and stuff like mm-hmm. that ooh so I, you
5: man, did quinceñetas I, I
1: got i got heavy into Quinceañeras and just like house parties, you know, all the ridiculous house parties you throw in high school and shit.
0: See how, <clears throat> those, those parties were day. dope, dude. Yeah, I remember was when a I, was, like, I was like yeah, a, a senior, day. there was a house party I went to, and that was when, uh, was it Daddy Yankee? No, oh, it was Gasolina. was mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, it was a hood ass <clears throat> house party over there by like the Campbell Soup. Uh, yeah, 47. Yeah, off there.
1: MLK? Have, and, oh, yeah. Oh, I have a funny story oh, about that area,
0: actually. Oh, dude. let uh, I walked in this. It was uh, actually this girl was dating at the time. And we went. And it was like, it, it just did not feel right walking in there. Because, I mean, it was like definitely, it was like there was other shit going on outside. But once you got inside the party, it was crazy. Everybody actually had like the red uh, gas tanks. You know what I mean? Uh, filled up with with like drinks, and they were like oh pouring my it. God. Especially they played that song like a dozen times that night, and everybody kept pouring out the gas tanks that were like filled pouring with just and like shit. Mm-hmm. yeah, like jungle just fucked up mixtures, mm-hmm. and just everybody was drinking that, jungle and I was like just so hard. fucking oh bugged man. out. Oh um, but it was all up. It was like really fun and uh, pretty wild, man. pretty fucking wild. That was a I- good time for house parties.
1: I won't disclose <clears throat> the exact location, but I remember I used to dance. By the way, but we don't have to talk about that right <laughs> now. Like, um, like break um, dance. It, yeah. Like,
3: oh, know, so choreography. You got served type shit. That. Like, <laughs> I got really.
1: Got <laughs> up in a gym. Oh man, well, I, really, I think I you really, got served. You got really big into like salsa. Like had a partner and everything. Oh okay. What, anyway, we don't, I'm not okay. talking about that. Did uh, you, you ever really 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 talk like, about my old salsa huh? partner?
0: Yeah. Like and. No, I did like, no, I mean, like a headstand. <laughs> oh, tragedy. <laughs> just way cooler
1: than crazy,
0: yeah. <laughs> dude. I just because I know it annoys you. No, all so like all annoying. the pictures
1: of shit, all of them are just
0: yeah, okay, tight, know, all that dumb yeah, shit. yeah, anyway.
1: Snapbacks, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> because of dancing. We, I had access to a little studio, and I don't know why they let us do this, but we were throwing all of our house underground parties in this little studio oh right they had a mobile a mobile like bar in there that we found so we were just using that <clears throat> and i brought an ice chest in and it it was never jungle juice it was always chongo juice because of how i made the shit and wow can, can we get that, that, that recipe that's it has been a while but that that's, <laughs> that started this whole like underground like party situation right off of 47th and mlk I always had like every weekend. Well, that's there crazy. was a party. And that yeah. was like house music stuff for the No, m- this, or... was, this was like, this was ratchet as fuck. Like, this is yeah. like, this was, He said, uh, the, like, like. how
0: many people could fit in this little studio? Uh,
1: Legally? <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> so we had How many people had Like, around like 150, 180. Wow, somewhere wow. in there. And, and it was nice because it was in a little industrial space and after ten PM the gate only opens if we hit the sensor from the inside. So we'd have someone go out there with a bat, you know, whatever, just to like our security, you know. (laughs) know. But we were charging people like up to like people were trying to get in, like, oh I'll give you twenty. Started started making hella money. So then the night we'd like stack up all this cash and we were making like two to three K per per party. Mm -hmm. And that would some of that would cover the rent. For the classes that we were teaching and shit. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's and dope. the rest
1: of you were just pocket, and that like paid for like a lot of my DJ shit for a while. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Those are the fucking days.
0: Gotta grind somehow, man. Bro. Hell yeah. 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 yeah.
3: Now that you're now uh doing big festivals, doing big big things out here, not only in SAC, but also, you know, you got the Bay and you're doing other festivals in other areas. Um, how do you kind of like cope with it mentally, like prepare yourself. I know everyone has that anxiety or that, am I going to perform well? Like how do you kind of get yourself after all these years?
1: Um, Well, I mean, I'm nervous for like just my anxiety, I guess, for those things. It's just, that's just natural. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, as far as, I guess, coping with it, right, like nowadays it's, the first thing I think about is like, all right, well how much time am I going to be away from, like fam, you know what Hmm. I mean? Um, cause I have Felix, but, um, honestly having, uh, having Millie around makes it easier. Um, she's, she's been like number one supporter, like over, like for everything. Um, even, even like gigs at aviary and flamingo, you know, like, like she if I like, love you, <laughs> like if I like share frustrations or whatever, she's like, okay, well, Basically, like, stop being a little bitch and, and go <laughs> get, it. you know, and now, you know, she's like, she sees, like, oh, shit, like, now you're playing festivals, you're, mm-hmm. now you're producing, all that's becoming more of a reality, um, you know, it's kind of like you've worked so hard to get here, you know, why would you stop let coordinate. anything stop yeah. you, mm-hmm. yeah, so, you know, um, I guess I'm doing it, obviously, for, for touching on mental health, like, all of that kind of keeps me balanced and grounded you know Mm -hmm. um music does that for sure um just kind of using all that to keep pushing um
0: yeah i mean i feel like that has been a it's dope to hear you say because it's been like a constant uh topic even since we met maybe five Mm -hmm. years ago yeah you know and like then started really working together um starting at flamingo house yeah and like that, I mean, you've always like, you know, it's it's an understanding that you're you're like running your business, but also like with your family, you know, like you always bring up Mills or Felix and like on like normal like scheduling stuff, but then also like you know, constantly like you know, listen to this song. Oh shit, dope, damn. All right, Mills doesn't like it, but yeah. I think she does. And then you know what I mean, like it's it's uh, it's it, like she's involved
1: mm-hmm.
0: in in like definitely like your biggest supporter and like on your team so it's dope to like see that too for like years and yeah you know you're not just mm-hmm. you're not bullshit you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's it's mm. it's very much like a family affair which is really oh, cool yeah. and like
3: getting uh into that also of like how are you kind of balancing that i know you're in the nightlife a lot, and then also yeah,
1: um, I get asked that question a lot. Just because when somebody figures out like after a silent disco, it's like, oh, well, I got to, I'm gonna go take a nap. is like mm. the ongoing joke because I know I'm only gonna sleep for like four hours, oh, and I gotta get up and go barking, to work. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to circulate air and
5: uh,
1: um, to be the podcast. Um, <laughs> you know, believe it or not, I actually get some pretty good sleep. Yeah, shout out flower um but again like like millie is like we gosh the the balance is is damn near perfect because i'm a light sleeper as it is but i can operate off that it's not mm-hmm. a problem at least for now but um right, right. you know like she's she'll go out early but she'll want to be home early smoke get baked sink into the couch you know what i mean mm-hmm. um but around that time, like around 8.39, I want to say, is when I get like that second wind or that third wind.
5: Yeah,
1: not even an urge to like go out, but like it's something it's that I need to be yeah. productive, you know, now is the time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then DJing just happens to be that for me, you know, for that next four and a half hour block of the day. Um, so, you know, I can go out and have a good time and create, Cause while you're DJing, I'm still considering that as like creating something. Mm-hmm. Um You know, she handles things at home with the fam.
0: I mean, as far as that, like while we're kind of on scheduling and stuff and like how to like, how to deal with, you know, going from family to, to nightlife DJ and also like being able to enjoy and meals going out and like enjoying, you know what I mean? Going out and watching you and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But like on the regular, You know, when you come home, I know like definitely in the service industry, um, like when you're done with your night, you're still kind of like buzzing, right? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like the hecticness, Mm -hmm. there's music, it's like sensory overload, like we've talked about before. And then it's like Mm -hmm. you almost still hear the party in your head, you know, like Mm -hmm. for damn 10, 15 years, you know, like Mm
5: -hmm.
0: in the industry, um, that's always like a battle. Like you get home and shut down get home and then when you're home you're in like the tranquility of home but also like you still hear the party going on or you Mm -hmm. still have the buzz or like you know uh what do you call it adrenaline still going if it was like a hectic one Mm -hmm. you know i know like bartending right like i kind of like doze off but you still like you almost still see money and like you're counting you almost hear orders like Mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. you know hear conversation but it's like it's like all mixed up and just it's just a it's almost like just a buzz like, zzz, yeah. like you it's yeah. like mm-hmm. hear that right do you i mean i'm sure you've dealt with that and like what do you do oh, yeah. to mm-hmm. to kind of switch gears you know because i know a lot of people do that with any industry or profession right like they are experiencing whatever they do they go home and they got to like switch gears so what do you find like helps you do that and like click into dad you know Partner mode.
1: Man. I think recently with, with Felix, I've just been able to turn that on and off. Um, prior to him, though, you know, like, I know that I won't have a responsibility when I wake up. You know, I know I won't have to, like... Not that being a... I mean, being a dad's obviously fucking hard. But Super like, easy. But he's at an age now where, like... <laughs> Like, he wants to go out, he wants to do things, and I want to be the person that does that with him. Like, I'm a morning person, as it is. Um, So just having that, like, in the back of my mind, um, on my way home, getting home, all that, like, I'm I'm able to go right to sleep now that I think about it. I'll get home and maybe spend 10, 15 minutes just kind of, like, recapping the night, um, (laughs) overthinking some of the transitions that I probably made that I didn't like, and then I'll knock
0: out oh wow cool yeah 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 because i can imagine that i mean i mean being in the street you hear the music you hear like chatter there's a lot going on transactions you know people complaining people being cool like there's just a lot of highs and lows mm -hmm. and like overstimulation. but like when you're djing i mean i'm assuming some of it's like therapeutic because you're like in it Mm -hmm. like but you also are hearing people are coming up yeah. some people are making requests you're hearing what you're playing you're hearing what you're mixing like oh, yeah. there's a lot of like input going on so sometimes it like
1: yeah there are some nights where there's like some negatives during a set and then i'll, I'll let that like kind of play into that oh, yeah. when i get home and those those nights will take a little bit longer for me to, to like fall asleep or be comfortable with like falling asleep but again weed medicine yeah 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 and there's there's sometimes where I, I need there's sometimes where i need to need to smoke or like pop an edible to like to really knock out otherwise maybe i'll fall asleep but wake up an hour later and still kind of like have that ringing in my brain you know yeah
0: it's crazy some people like take sleeping pills yeah. right like uh sure chemically based sleeping pills right Where like um i just don't see yeah what's what's so wrong with you know Like, you know smoking a little weed having a little edible cbd whatever it is and like it's just like you know part of the process to like switch gears
1: the other thing too is like fridays specifically like i'm up i'm going to work like i have to be in or up or whatever by seven i got all day and then i'll pick up felix spend a few hours with him and Mills at home and then a few hours later, I'm out. By the time I get home, I'm—I don't realize how tired I am. It's like my brain won't shut off, but my body's like, "Yo, like it's—it's it's time," you know. Yeah. And as soon as sometimes, as soon as I lay down, it's just—I don't realize how tired I am. I'll just—I'm out.
5: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Maybe, Maybe I'm. I'm just getting old.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so how do you like? How does that make you feel to finally have that, like I guess the freedom like to go where you want to, you know, you have like resident DJ like sets, you know, once a week that you go always go to these regular places and you know, Mm -hmm. they'll let you play what you play, just be
1: you kind of thing. Like It's, there's a, there's a process with that. Like you have to take into account, like what, what does the business want? What does, what kind of crowd comes in on those certain days? Um, A good example is like, Thursdays, I think I've done a pretty good job at Aviary kind of shaping what I want Thursdays to be. But to make it that, you know, for the first, let's say, hour of of a gig, I'll kind of pay attention to like, all right, who's here? What ages? And I'll start kind of picking random genres to see who's reacting to Mm -hmm. what. And, you know, slowly building the night off of that. And, you know, you also have to keep in mind, like businesses around you too, like there are people that will stop at this venue first and then take off you know? oh, what's, yeah. what's going to keep them here for longer than just that one drink for example you know and then send them off so um, it's nice being able to feel like you're in control but like really in control of, of the space and of like the crowd that you have um, and that's luckily it's what I've like learned and um, now I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on but you know thanks to Flamingo and Aviary and yeah, this this fucking guy yeah. for, for, for being a sick super awesome friend but uh business partner also yeah Man, and how does
4: it feel like i know you talked about like nerves before but like i know on the other side of that there's also like you're playing these big sets these big like festivals it's like oh uh, like it's all like the culmination of your work over the years you know like you
1: said like i'm not used to those yet um it's it's different like if if we were to have a party here and there's three thousand people, well, then for me in my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm just I'm DJing this sick party. But if I'm playing elevated on a stage with no one around me, staring, and all these these three thousand <laughs> yeah, yeah. people are literally staring at me, <laughs> yeah. they're yeah, they're sure. listening to. Well, one for me, it's like one, you better not fuck up, and then two, like I'm gonna play them music that I've created, and. I hope they fucking like it. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, you know.
1: So the those nerves, I I still don't really know how to how to get over them entirely. Um, but I will say though, like when you get booked for a show like that and you play it for an hour, an hour's not enough time.
0: Yeah, It'll take me sure, like forty five sure.
1: minutes in a set to finally like kind of get into. Your oh, range. I'm in a groove now. Kind of really seeing your audience. And, nothing yeah. else matters. You know, all those nerves go away. But
0: to kind of get like kind of get into. You know, so, like, in that, especially the house music world, um, yeah, house music and, like, all related genres, I mean, even, like, um, selection, maybe a little less with them. But, like, there's very much a culture, like you were saying, of, like, people staring at you, right, Mm -hmm. as the DJ. Like, a lot of the energy is focused, like, people standing and, like, facing the DJ, which has always, like, baffled me. I mean, it... It totally makes sense because then if I'm in the crowd, I often would do the same. But I do find that like sets that I've like witnessed and it's either I'm locked in because I'm like blown away with like what's happening musically, mm. right? And I'm in my own world, maybe on a different planet. But uh like um, emissions, for instance, that was an example of like like, those DJs are working with, like, I don't even know, maybe, like, eight different mixers. Oh, yeah. They're like, bringing in mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff. Like, they're clearly, like, going to work. You know what I mean? Do I know, you know, the ins and outs of the DJing process? No, like, I, I, I have, like, a general idea. But even me, like, I feel like I have a general idea that's a little bit more than, like, the average just, like, rave-goer. But I, I'm still nowhere near, like actually knowing what the fuck's happening and i'm still like wondering why am i like facing this person like just like like almost in anticipation of what they're going to do next there's a lot of people in the crowd don't really know what you're doing right mm-hmm. um and i'm just like, curious about that like culture especially in the house music world um big stage stuff is a whole nother world because there's like lasers and like cool stuff happening yeah. visuals mm-hmm. everyone's like you know on molly or shrooms or not i don't know whatever but they're just like sucked into the to the visuals you know what i mean whereas like smaller gigs it still happens um you know like flamingo house good example like people are mostly attention forward but then also it's like a smaller uh dope intimate vibe so people are turning around and dancing with one another Mm -hmm. right but there's like this constant kind of like attention towards the dj booth like is that yeah. is that good for house music in general? I, I don't so. know if that's I mean, a stupid I... question, but like is that a conversation amongst DJs? Like, like why is everybody just staring at me right now? Like no, why aren't you I, dancing I, and like I enjoying I think people, one another?
1: Like using flamingo as an example, I think people subconsciously like or just don't realize that on one night, on a Friday night when I'm regularly there, they're just like without even really thinking about it, oh yeah, I, I'm gonna go see Chango tonight on this regular Friday. But if it were a banana Sundays and Chongo's playing a set inside, you, you kind of like, automatically put yourself in that, oh well it's not gonna be a regular DJ set. But you, so you I'm don't even focus more. Yeah,
0: people tend to DJ to, to, forward,
1: right? And even as a cool. DJ, I obviously prep. I'll prep for that. Like it won't be just me freestyling or whatever. It's it's gonna be all right. I'm gonna introduce something a little newer, or just like bring a new sound to the set. And I think people just know, at least in that scene, know that that that's how they're differentiating those two things. And it's just, it just
0: happens yeah. I mean, it's interesting because there's different genres, right? Like, I mean, I don't. I don't know if I know enough to speak on it, but, like, you know, there's places that are playing, like, more R&B, hip-hop focused, you know, like, like, Tiger, you know, I've popped Mm -hmm. in there a couple times and people are, like, dancing with one another, right? Or, like, I think there's definitely attention to the, to the entertainment that's happening behind the DJ booth, for sure, Mm -hmm. but, like, it's, it's a different focus, right, rather than, like... forward-facing the whole time. People are, like, engaging with one another, dancing. It's just, it's interesting how, like, that energy flows. And I just wonder, you know, because we've played with some examples, like, at a block party stuff, right? Of, like, trying to get the house music crowd to, like, turn around and, like, dance with one another. But then also there's something beautiful to everyone, like, watching and being engaged on what the DJ is doing next, you know? It's just always, it seems like a very... A interesting of, topic yeah. you know of like yeah a
1: lot of times too is when at least in that setting when people hear a song that they know again I don't know why this happens but like they'll be dancing with each other they hear something they know they turn around and they'll look dead at me <laughs> wow, and, like, okay. and like sing the song with me but I, I know what I think another thing that that a bigger piece of that is like i I think I'm pretty interactive when I'm yeah, DJing, sure. there's, like, some yeah, DJs... A lot of body are, rolls. Yeah, right? sure. Like, there's there's some, D, like, some mm-hmm. DJs... Some DJs are... not saying they're too focused on what they're doing, but that might just be nerves, too. But, like, I'd, I'd like to get to a point where, like, like, on Thursdays, if I'm... I know what I'm... The gist of, like, what I'm going to play, I know, like, the vibe I want or the space I want to create with the music I play, and um, that also gives me the freedom to kind of, like, move around the way I want or interact or... You know, even like saying what's up to somebody in the crowd makes a huge difference versus like just being so focused on not messing up, mm. you know. Um, setting the plays a pretty big part too, I think. Um, like going to emissions, even though it's like a smaller festival, you're like, you know, you're not home, you're not in the same space you always go to every Oh day. yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I think that also plays a pretty big part. The environment, me. yeah. 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 <clears throat> Yeah.
3: And then going off of like genres, cause like you said, you touched on rock, hip hop,
5: mm-hmm.
3: all these different ones. And you just state you like to mash them. What, What is one of the genres you like to play with the most or mash with other?
1: Um, definitely, just cause of the project I'm working on right now. Oh, well, like hip hop vocals over like rap vocals over, um, I wouldn't necessarily say house music, but just electronic music in that tempo. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely like to, to mess around with. Um, as far as listening though, um, some rock with hip hop is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: Okay, okay. So um, is that like you've been messing around with recently, or
1: just um, overall? <clears throat> kind of. Overall, I've, I mean, there's a ton of mashups. By there's this artist <laughs> named Girl Talk and I've played a couple of his edits where it's 80s pop with some 80s rock maybe Usher okay,
3: and weird. then he'll
1: casually toss like Kesha somewhere in the track and all of this is happening all at the same time you know but it's just blending yeah kind of and it other. just it.
0: what was Kesha's big or one of her big party don't stop me. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. B.U.P.'s <laughs> Kesha. <laughs> um,
3: and then now where you're at now um, and the relationships you've built with all these other businesses such as Avery, uh, Lowbrow, et cetera. Um, I know they have a lot of trust in you and booking a lot of, you know, talent to come and play for them.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Kind of how do, you, how do you find that person or that, you know, example. I, I noticed a lot you kind of bring people To silent to kind of get their little start going or see what their sound is to maybe give them opportunity in the future how do you kind
1: of do that uh, process like you could say Um, I mean initially I need to make sure that they can transition Mm -hmm. Um, and I always give them an option to to ask is always well what genre do you want me to send you and I'll just say well whatever you want whatever you feel comfortable with Um, just because I'm Always looking for someone who's going to give me 20 minutes of just random, not mainstream. And if it is mainstream, some new edit of it or something Mm -hmm. you've made or something like that. That's the first thing that I would look for. Um, But what's what's so difficult with that, though, too, is like I don't know them personally. Like this might be their first gig, Mm -hmm. you know. So I also have to, like, keep in the back of my mind that they could, like, could bomb, you know, which... Again, I always have to have the business side of it in the back of my mind, too, because I want the music exactly. to sound good, but then also make sure everything else is successful. Um, but Silent Disco's, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a good place to start. Um, mainly because for DJs, it, it's, when you get booked for that, the only thing you really need to worry about is like if someone doesn't like what I'm playing or I mess up on a mix or something like that, you just flip the channel. Right. Whereas if you were on stage and you mess up like that's that's a whole crowd
3: that walks away. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Um, but it's also kind of I, I, at least in my perspective, it's kind of silent criticism, at least with the silent. Mm-hmm. Dis- I can't kind of go in with the silent disco mm-hmm. is, you know, where you're good at and not because of who's on the color channel that you're on. And then also, like, like you said, if they're not liking it, they're going to switch it. And you're like, OK i messed up somewhere there but also depending
0: on who else what else is being played on the other channels because i I think it's right it's like oh yeah it's important that everyone's playing the same not same genre at all it's actually hopefully everyone's playing different genres but Mm -hmm. same caliber of Mm -hmm. like music selection because if people are doing like low balls and like just trying to get you know trying to everyone like has a, a drink or two in them, and they hear some nostalgic, mm-hmm. you know, basic shit, a lot of people may like tap into that. So if everyone's playing mm-hmm. the same caliber, then you get a better gauge, Then right? That
1: becomes a competition for them. Like yeah. Yeah, how many, you know.
0: But I think it's a good like filter, it seems like, right? Cause like oh, yeah. some silent disco 100%. folks that come in, they just want to get the whole crowd mm-hmm. red, mm-hmm. green, or blue. And if they're doing that, but playing high caliber, where all the DJs are like, damn, mm-hmm. they're bringing some dope shit it's like respected, but mm-hmm. if they're doing it by playing, you know,
1: low-hanging like, fruit yeah. shit, mm-hmm, then yeah.
0: they may think they're doing dope, but like, all the DJs that are experienced are looking at them like, bro, you just took the easy way out, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah.
1: <clears throat> because every every DJ can do that. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. if 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 there's DJs that have been playing for a couple of years that listen and mix just the same mainstream stuff, like, all of us can mix the same mainstream stuff, you know what I mean? Um <clears throat> I guess I'm constantly looking for something that sounds different. Yeah. You know? Or, like, I'll also pay attention to, like, if DJs are in tune with, oh, these other five DJs are clearly playing, maybe even playing something that I want to play, I'll make sure that whatever I do play is not going to sound like
0: that. Okay. There's been some time, silent disco seems like, it's just like a a fun environment. There's a lot going on. It's, like, it's been such a solid run since it started years ago and it's still like cracking um definitely has like changed forms and shapes throughout the years because it really started off as like kind of like experiment very experimental mm-hmm. and like out there I mean, I mean people were walking around in like costumes and like weird stuff i mean it was it was like like mm-hmm. wild festival vibes you know and then it got like more popular right mm-hmm. um the bullshit, the, like, like the miscommunication that could happen. Because I, I remember one of the first times this was we had, I thought I was listening to, like, red. But I thought I had green on. Right? But I actually had red on. But I looked at the green DJ. I'm not going to name names. And I was like, yo, this is hella good. But he's the green DJ and I have red on. And he was like, he was like oh... And just like, kind of like, fuck you. He kept DJing. Uh, But he wasn't playing bad shit, but I had the red on. And I was like, the hand is probably, telling the green, you were like, yo, you're killing yo, this it. Shit. This is fucking dope. And he thought I was talking shit. He thought I was like, yo, you're trash. This is dope. But really I was like, this is dope. And you know, I think I lost a friend. <laughs> yeah,
3: fix your shit, dog. But,
0: but, it, but then also it like, you know, that's like just dumb miscommunication. And I didn't even realize until after I like danced off. And I was like, yo, I think he told somebody else like, yo, the green channel is fucking killing it. Like you're on the red. And I was like, oh, fuck, and then I realized it all made sense at that point, um, why he was, like, looking at me like, what the fuck? Yeah, that happens a lot. Uh, There's some people that will come
1: up to me and be like, yeah, but they're clearly listening to Patrick.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, Ty. Yeah, um, it's good. But it, it does increase, I mean, I remember when, like, we first started it, uh, like, years? Fuck, it's been that many years. Um, right off the bat, I was like, oh, man, maybe... Maybe it's a bad idea because it's going to cut out, like, the social interaction. Um, that was my initial, like, gut reaction to it. And it was a good way to, like, throw parties, you know, get around entertainment permit stuff. And, like, you know, play ball, but, like, also, like, Make, yeah. you know, not break rules, but also, like, you know, be able to push the boundary with shit. And um, it ended up being the opposite, right? Because it, like, increased interaction, but just in a whole different world mm-hmm. because people were, like, what do you listen to? Oh shit, tap into the. You know what I mean? Where, it, it, it and I think it has that effect in the right space, mm-hmm. right? And that's why I like Fumi House is so great for it because the space is very much. Uh, it calls for it because oh, yeah. people have tried it everywhere and it's worked other places too. But like, mm-hmm. never has it worked anywhere, at least in this region, for like consistently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for for that For that long.
3: What uh, what do you plan on or see yourself? kind of getting into in the future, or wanting to get into in the future?
1: I would like to transition entirely out of a day job and then solely focus on producing and DJing Mm full-time.
0: Yeah. I mean, have you thought, I mean, I know you've worked with other DJs that are aspiring to be producers or just folks that just produce. have you considered or if you've already started like um, how's it going as far as like because you do have now a network of DJs that you like know um, but also you have like this flow of DJs at Silent Disco that are some are experienced some are very like novice um, as far as like bringing them and like guiding their producing journeys right Mm -hmm. like being almost like a like co-producer a mentor or, I guess or? yeah mentor yeah. like you also sit mm-hmm. beside them and help them produce stuff where you could also like have your name slapped on it like have you thought about that or yeah you,
1: well honestly I'm already I'm already doing that so I'm part of um, a couple of discord groups and those groups have just producers in SAC at least for right now um, <clears throat> and we all kind of piggyback off of each other like we'll share our project ideas and that's without me really even making it a priority it's just kind of turned into me assisting people so like and that just for me at least i think it's just become natural and i think that that also comes from booking dj's for silent disco cuz i want that cuz it that also makes makes me want to do better as far as djing you know keeping up with new music Keeping up with like newer DJs too, because a lot of them are so hungry, they're bringing like, new sound to the table, whether they notice that or not. You know? But I pick up on that and I wanna like, learn more about that. Again, mm-hmm. try and incorporate that into what I'm doing with my own music. But um, yeah, as far as mentoring or even thinking about maybe putting some kind of program together to you know, have a weekly or biweekly meetup of producers to help with their individual projects you know i'd like to see something like that happen happen at some point um but i do definitely feel like i need to be established first (laughs) before taking on that It's a pretty big project
4: no i had a question just about kind of what he was saying before about how you do network these djs and get these people in like how do the the ones that are established with you like keep you going like how you were saying you network with these ones on like discord and whatnot but like how does it, like, that community, you know, kind of like, like you were saying, you're giving back, you're like teaching these people, how does that like keep you striving to, you know what I mean, kind of thing like, um, kind of like competition with them, but also like. Motivation kind yeah, of yeah. on each other's part. Yeah,
1: you know, I think they, there's there's always a DJ kind of paying attention to to how I'm how I'm mixing or, or like what I'm doing different or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, cause for some reason, sometimes it might sound my transition or whatever that might be will sound different than what they played the same two songs. Another DJ plays is not going to sound the same as like what I play or what another DJ plays. So I think seeing that reaction, you know, from another DJ, I know that that could do this extremely (laughs) well is also like reassuring and validating too. Like, Oh man, like I I must be doing pretty, I must be doing really well. Mm -hmm. Um, but at the same time, um, Kind of makes me curious as to you know what they would do different, or again, falling into like the producer world too. A lot of DJs are starting to create their own edits and mashups. I'm interested in hearing what they do so that I could more or less compare. Like okay, well that that sounds way better than what I'm doing. Was like, yeah. So I guess I mean, consistent trying to keep up with learning, you know, always like learning.
3: Now ladies and gentlemen, Chongo, burning up the turntables.
5: The scene, 3, degrees. I ain't worried about them looking over that but they worry about me. I got a homeboy named I and another homeboy named Cheese. Oh, women, baby, I make it milk till it drip down your knees. Speak the for real low, brain drill low. Kid say he looks up to me. This just makes me feel old. Never thought that we could become someone else's bro Man, we were just in the food court, eating I get rolled. Yesterday, that's the way. Every single morning I try to pray. Grandma Mate never forgot. Nothing else really mean nothing to me. I ain't strong the be the soft, I'm the wrong, the rip, cause of him, all of them, will remember, the men, that they fell in love with rap, black like having your cousin back, feel like when
2: without you, can't help myself, how does it feel, to know that i I love you, baby. I'm lost without you. Can't help myself. How does it feel to know that I love you, baby? Tell me how you love me more And how you think I'm sexy, babe But you don't want nobody else You don't want this guy You don't want that guy You wanna touch yourself when you see me Tell me how you love my body And how I make you feel, babe You wanna roll with me You wanna hold with me You wanna stay warm and get out of the cold with me I just love to hear you say it It makes a man feel good, babe Tell me you depend on me, I need to hear it I'm lost without you, can't help myself How does it feel to know that I love you, baby? I'm lost without you, can't help myself How does it feel to know that I love you, baby? shape baby you're the perfect way treat me like my birthday i want it this way i want it that way i want it tell me you don't want me to stop, stop. tell me it would break your heart but you love me and all my dirt you want to roll with me you want to hold with me you want to make eyes and get no with with me i just love to hear you say it, it makes a man feel good babe I'm lost without you. Can't help myself. How does it feel to know that I love you, baby? I'm lost without you. Can't help myself. How does it feel? we West Coast shit, nigga. Overdosage, Imperial Pistols, ferocious. Fuck a bitch. Don't tease, bitch. Strip tease, bitch. Eat a fold of these, bitch. Gobble a dick. Holes got to eat a dick and shut the fuck up. up Gargle and swallow a nut up. Shut up and get my cash. Backhanded. Pimp slap backwards and left stranded. Just pop your collar. Pimp convention hose for a dollar. Six deuce in a flush, Six deuce and Bala. Pimping hoes from Texas to Guatemala. Bitch niggas paying for hoes. Just to lay with hoes. Relax one night and pay. To stay with hoes, hoes. Captain save them all day. Bitch. Well say this dick, bitch, nigga. You more of a bitch than a bitch. You ain't in the hitting pussy or hitting the switch. You in the hitting bitches off of the grip, you punk bitch. Bitch, bitch. All my real dogs still kickin' with me.
0: All my down hoes still trippin' with me. All the true gangsters know They ain't never love no bone all the hood rats still shaking for me. All my true fans still checking for me. All the real smokers know They ain't passing nothing but gold and deep.
5: Real trees, chronic
2: leaves. no seeds. And I bet you last night, baby, before your mind, blue, 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 your mind, I thought we had a chance later, no more, now that I'm sober you ain't
5: that fine, mm-hmm. don't want to treat you wrong, don't want to lead you on, here baby hit the bone, while the west coast
2: Still talking Damn girl, you think you slick? Somebody better get beat. I got these freaky hoes clapping their hands, stumppin' they feet. Every now and then they put their mouth on me. Nowadays a G like me can't even call it. A 23 year old pussy fiend and freakaholic, pimpin' bitches on the regular. I put that on the G. A hustler and a player.
3: Nowadays it pays to be. Let me drop some shit about this bitch I used to know. She gave your boy the head and said, don't let nobody know. I've the a five pro. I had to grab a hoe.
2: She got freaky in your 64. I skidded in her throat. Been knowing the hoe for four days. Pimpery pays. And I bet you didn't know that she go both ways. She ate her best friend. I left them
3: hoes at the mo. They be beeping me and shit, but we don't kick it no more. Them pot holes is fiending. They on the nuts. But bitch, I'm out your pussy when I nut. For real. Explosive.
5: Explosive. Explosive. Explosive just three.
2: the real slow. Grind real slow. Back it up, back it, back it Feel already oh, baby girl just baby, tasted teardrop stains, yeah, I was cold as ice
3: long ago. to Chango going bongo. So finally, uh, thank you, Chango, for uh, discussing with us and of course. going over yeah, man. the uh, wonderful evolution of your craft. Hmm. Um, my final question, and which will be future questions for all uh, people that will be on here is uh, what is
5: uh, well, one thing
3: or things that, you know, what do you want to be known for? What, do you, what would you like to people when they think of Chango that's that's it. Like, yeah,
5: you know
1: I mean. Uh, well, definitely a fire ass DJ. Um, but more importantly, like, just based on how I'm playing, what I'm, you know, what I'm playing for, and um, people that I'm helping or assisting, like on their own journeys, mm-hmm. um, like to be known as like somebody who's also able to give back in a way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I'd say. Yeah, it's, like, not necessarily a teacher. Maybe a mentor is the best word for it, but definitely um, someone who, Hi. like, has influenced a lot of people.
2: On their <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> no, exactly. and that's,
1: that's
3: dope, and honestly, that's kind of a uh, similar mindset. Uh, and I think that's what kind of hey. each and every one of us that's here Hello. kind of brings that to the table, and that's, that's dope, and I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's definitely... Uh, it's great to be known for. Yeah. To getting knowing. Um, well, thank you again for discussing with us. Nice um pleasure. and I appreciate you being one of our our hosts on here also. Yeah. Uh and I want to thank everyone for watching. Uh please subscribe. Um on whatever this is. It's probably gonna be on Apple and whatever platform. Spotify. You use. Whatever platform you use to watch us, hit that follow button. Um also we, uh, we'll have a Venmo and a Cash App or whatever just so that we can help continue this going with these dope interviews.
0: Where's the the link? Is it on like... It'll be in the bio.
3: It'll either be in the bio or whatever platform you're using, we'll have it clickable. Um, and then, yeah, if you guys want to donate, that'll keep us going. Keep these dope combos flowing. Um, next episode, we're going to be touching with Teo, Mayo, Hello, over here. Hey. <laughs> um, definitely good getting into discussion on his many lives he's lived and ventures he's gone on and things that, you know, he's just bringing to the world for us. And also given that mentor vibe and that uh, inspiration of uh, getting deep into music and teaching about music. Um, so we're definitely going to be touching on that. Um, last but not least, uh, we're going to do a category game. You might grab in the bowl for me. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, we are going to have this bowl um, and every episode and the episode, uh, we're going to kind of lottery it. Uh, we're going to pick a genre and each and every one of us or whoever is going to be a host of that, that next episode will have to bring three songs of that genre, uh, a past, uh, a present, and then one they believe is going to blow up or the artist of that genre is going to blow up. Um, so we'll go ahead and uh, choose over here. Actually... Hey, pick one. Hey, pick one. Just one. One What's that? Rap. So, there you go. All right. That's that's how you know he's his kid. He picked correct. (laughs) So, yeah, next episode, we'll definitely uh, pick those three songs. uh, Kind of go over why we picked those songs and then also mentally how those songs stimulate us um, and we'll get into that but uh, again thank you for coming and uh, we'll see you guys next time
0: peace peace, peace.